good. <laughs> this sucks. Alright. Um, so I just filmed this whole thing, pretty much. I did just film the whole entire second episode. Uh, it is now 1.56 in the morning. I started at 12.51, so it would be pretty much over now. I'm so annoyed and now tired. Mm. That sucks. Well, fuck it. I, well, okay, I just said in the last one, I'm trying not to swear, and then just swore, like, first thing off the bat. Damn, that sucks. Oh, well, okay, well, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna, we're gonna do, uh, round number two of episode two. Let's, let's, let's do it. Today, we're gonna talk about a number of things. We're gonna talk about Black Lives Matter, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman's death, um, maybe a little bit of Lionel, Lionel Messi. We're gonna talk about some things I've gone through this year. Uh, we're gonna talk about my week. I've had some, some, like my Friday, my Friday was an interesting day. Uh, yeah, that's gonna what we're gonna do. We're gonna do episode two. Here we go. Roll it. Roll the intro. Go to the intro. Here's the intro. Here, procrastinating podcast episode two. Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Stein. I am currently coming to you live from Gallagher Hall here at Butler University. Uh, it is currently 1.58 a.m. on Sunday, August 30th. Um, this is currently my, I'm currently, I'm going to also say currently a few more times. Currently, I'm here currently, currently in the building. I'm currently, currently here at Butler University, currently. Um, I already filmed this episode. I filmed the whole entire thing. Uh, all... About 55 minutes of it, 50 minutes of it, and then I went to just double check and make sure I was filming, filming, uh, and believe it or not, I, what would you know? I wasn't filming at all. <laughs> uh, it was just my phone was off. I was talking to nothing, um, and I mentioned it, it's kind of funny. I mentioned at the beginning. I, was, I, I realized my phone was faced, the back was faced when I was using the back camera, which is a much better camera to be fair than the front than the selfie camera. Um, but I said, uh, maybe I should, I, I realized, as when I was swimming, I said, I realized I should have maybe had the, my phone facing towards me so I know what the shot looks like and I know what's being recorded and I know if I am recording. Uh, but I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't go check it when I said that. When I was like 10 minutes in the podcast, I decided to wait until I was 50 minutes in and be like, let's go see if I'm still filming. Because I just thought I was. And lo and behold, I was not at all. Oh dear. Well, we're doing it again. Round two. We're just gonna see what happens. I'm gonna try my best. Uh, hopefully, I really don't care as much anymore. So this may be actually more entertaining or less entertaining. We're really gonna find out. I hope you stay and listen to the whole thing. If not, skim through it. Um, leave a like. If you do enjoy it and you do support me and you like me as a person, you love me. If you know me, if you're just finding me, if uh, one of my friends told you and you kind of know me or whatever, whatever the case is. If you enjoy this and you support me, please share this. Share it on Facebook. Share it on 
Twitter, post a flyer on your local telephone pole, like where people post missing dog posters. Um, put it in the stall of your bathroom if you're in the dorm. Put the stall, put it in the, your bathroom that you share with your roommate, so at least your roommate will see it. Whether one person sees it, five people see it, or you somehow get the whole world to see it. I would very much appreciate it if you would share it, because that is the best way you can support me, is spread the word. Spread the good word of the Procrastinated Podcast. Uh, when I said hello and welcome, I don't know if I mentioned that this is the Procrastinated Podcast, but welcome to the second episode of the Welcome to the second episode of the Procrastinated Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Stein. Welcome to this evening of entertainment. Or not. I don't really know if I'm entertaining or not. People just seem to like listening to me ramble. Uh, um, I, I started... Okay, I, I'm, I can't keep referencing the previous film filming because nobody has seen that. I haven't even seen it. So I, I gotta just act as if this is not a part of that. So I can't decide if I want to start this off on a good note or like a more serious note. I think I'm going to start off on a more serious note just because this is the most, to me, the most important thing in the world right now. Uh, and that's the, the topic of Black Lives Matter and civil rights and uh, the shooting of Jacob Blake. I don't remember what day it was. And maybe Wednesday. Tuesday, Thursday, I don't remember, but in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Jacob Blake was shot seven times by a police officer as he was allegedly, or as he was breaking up a fight between two people. Allegedly, or I've heard that he pulled a knife, or was reaching for a knife. The was reaching stuff gets released a lot. He was reaching for a gun. He was reaching for like when like when people were just getting shot um, as they were getting pulled over on the side of the highway. If they reach like say they went like in their con their middle console or their glove box, he was reaching for a gun. He was doing this. Police officers love to feel threatened. It's really bizarre um, when they're the ones that really enforce everything in our country. Well, not everything, but they they serve rule and serve and protect. Uh, they love to feel as if they're the ones that are being persecuted. When they're doing the persecuting in a lot of ways. It's crazy. But earlier this week in Wisconsin, Jake Blake was shot seven times. He was breaking up a fight. Whether it was justified or not, it's wrong. He should not have been shot seven times. He should not have been shot seven times. Why would you shoot somebody seven times? He's a normal man. That It doesn't take that much to not only subdue or it doesn't take that much to control somebody in any sense. He's not the Hulk. He's not, he's not, uh, what, wait, what? He's not, you're not at the gun range, bro. He's a person. He is a living, breathing person. And he was shot seven times, I believe, in his own neighborhood by a police officer. And this then sparked a lot of things that happened. This just added to the, the, the ongoing issue of Black Lives Matter and civil rights in this great country that we live in. Sorry I'm messing with my hair so much. I can see myself in the reflection now and I get, I get, I gotta look good. I gotta look cute. Um, and if you are bothered by it, you should think I'm just looking cute for you. What am I saying? 
<laughs> Black Lives Matter. Let's talk about something important. I'll try and be serious. No, I won't. It's more fun not to be serious. Um, Black Lives Matter, though, is an important thing. Um, the NBA stop, Bucks, they made a stance. They're being, being from Wisconsin. Um, they didn't go to their game. And then all of the NBA games were, or playoff games were canceled or postponed, boycotted, sorry. LeBron corrected a post that said postponed with the correct term boycotted. They were boycotted. Uh, and then they just picked back up today, say Sunday. I believe that was Thursday. No, that was Wednesday. Um, they just picked back up again today. Uh, but the world was really put on pause. At least the sports world was put on pause for a little bit because of this. And I think that's a good thing. It, it definitely needed to happen. Um, maybe it should have been longer because I don't know if being put on pause for four days really does much. But it brought attention to the issue. And they're going to continue to bring attention to the issue, but it, it brought an, an elevated sense of attention to the issue, which is good, which needed to happen. Um, but this whole Black Lives Matter thing has been going on for a very long time. I remember I originally heard about Trayvon Martin whenever that happened. I think that was in like 2015. Let's see. Trayvon. Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. He died, whoa, 20, I thought that was in 2015? Wow, that was 2012. Whoa, that was 2012? Oh, I don't like that. That was forever ago. Wow, that has changed my, uh, stance on, not change my stance. That just surprised me though. I didn't think it has been that long. This has been going on for a long time. Well, it's been going on for centuries. Um, the persecution of black people and oppression of black people, but. Wow. 2012, that's crazy. And it's still going on today. People, black people are still being murdered in the streets as if they're as if they deserve it, um, which is ridiculous. They, they don't. They, I expressed this much more beautifully in the last episode, but it just, it's, I've, I've been in a position, I've been raised, I'm a tall, white kid born into a lawyer's family, and I was raised in a small town in a conservative area, conservative small town, where the population is probably at least 90% white. Um, so I was never I was never deemed suspicious. Nobody was ever worried about me, what I was doing, how I was behaving, what I was up to. Nobody was ever suspicious of what I was doing. If I ever got pulled over by the cops, they never assumed the worst. They probably just, I, like, I've only ever really been ever pulled over for speeding. Or I've only ever been pulled over for speeding. And they just give me my ticket and I'm on my, I'm on my way. Or I get a warning, whatever it is. They just do their job, and then that's it. I can't imagine what it's what it's like to be a black person in this country, and when you get pulled over, there's a real fear uh, for your life. If you are speeding, or if you're doing something, and you just get pulled over on suspicion because they'll see they see you they see who you are and what you look like in your car, 
and they assume the worst. They assume you're doing something wrong. But they often aren't. They're just going about their lives. And people are just being mur senselessly murdered. And it's, it's enough. I know what I'm saying is not going to stop this issue, but it's important that I talk about it. It's important that everybody talks about it. It's important that everybody thinks about it and questions what's going on in this country. Question where you stand. Think about what you value. Think about who you value. Um, and think about what kind of country you want to live in. Think about the issues that plague this country and where you stand on them. And if you're bothered by these things, say something. Whether it's posting on your social media, whether it's talking to your peers, or even if that's one person, whether that's protesting, whether that's becoming a politic, even for trying to pursue a, a career in politics, or trying to change the issues on your own. Whatever it is, talk about it. It's good to talk about it. It needs to be talked about. Even with NBA players protesting, that's not enough light on the issue, I guess. That we still need more than that. We still need more conversation. It's incredible to, incredible to me how long this has really been going on and how little it has changed. And to add on to this, the, one of the, the most to me, it seems culture enriching movies in history, in recent history, specifically for black culture. Although I can't really speak on black culture because, as I've mentioned, I'm just a white kid. But Black Panther that came out in February, February on February 16th, 2018, uh, and yesterday, the Black Panther, King T'Challa, himself, Chadwick Boseman, passed away. After a four-year battle with colon cancer, meaning when he was filling for Black Panther in 2017 or whatever that was, uh, he had colon cancer, which is crazy. And he's filmed a lot of movies like The Five Bloods, which is a Spike Lee movie. He's filmed a number of movies in this past four years, all while having colon cancer. There, the, I remember earlier this year, pictures came out of him, and he was looking very sickly. And um, the, the talk of it was... Oh, he's really dedicated to a movie role. He's really, he's, he's digging into this movie role. When in reality, uh, he had colon cancer. He was dying. Uh, he was very, he was looking sickly because he was sick. Uh, it was really just kind of changed the tone of his work, which I kind of speaks to the strength of him that he worked and did all of these things while very, very ill. And never mentioned it at all. He never told anybody. And I, I can understand that because if, you, if he did say something while he was doing all this work, it would be Chadwick Boseman with colon cancer does all of these things. Instead of Chadwick Boseman, the man, the artist, the, the, the spokesperson, the role model, does these things in his, in his brain and, and just like, You'd be respected as a person, as a victim of colon cancer, rather than as an actor and as a person, as in whatever else other title you want to give him, or a title he wanted to have. It, it would add an asterisk almost to what he did, um, and distract from the real talent of it, um, and the real, not value of it, but uh, 
I don't know, it would just change the tone of his work and what people think about him and how he's looked and like the questions he's asked. People would always ask, was there ever a point during the filming where it got hard for you because of the, the illness you're dealing with or whatever? It would just be different for him. It wouldn't be, he would live a life that I imagine he didn't want to live. And again, I can't really speak for him obviously because I'm not him, I don't know, I never knew him, I never met him. I, I will never meet anybody that's ever met him probably, but if I were him, these, this, this is just what I, how I would feel. Uh, I would want to live my life as if, as if it were my life. And he took his life by the horns and led it on his own path. He did it the way he wanted. He had colon cancer, but he was like, I'm not going to let this hold me down. I'm not even going to act. Well, he wasn't acting as if it wasn't there, but he wasn't letting people know his weaknesses. He was... He was pushing through it. He was being strong. He was, he was doing great things, all with an ailment that he was withholding from us because he wanted his art to be respected for what it was. Um, and that's very honorable. But the, the thing that stands out to me about his death is the timing of it. He died amidst this, a week after, or four days after Jacob Blake was murder, murdered in the streets. Also, days after, or maybe even the day after that Jacob Blake was shot, the, in, again in Kenosha, Wisconsin, this kid named Kyle Rittenhouse, I think, or Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse, something like that, uh, murdered two people. Didn't shoot two people, he murdered two people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, again. Uh, he actually went to high school with some of the people I know here at school, um, or went to the same high school. At least didn't go to high school with them, but went to the same high school. Um, and he was walking around the street with an AR-15, and, and police never asked any questions, just because that's what white people do. For some, <laughs> for some, so white people love guns. Uh, they love them. They love their guns so much. I love guns. And I love Trump. Yeah, blue lives matter. Yeah, go, 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 go. Make America great again. Even though I love America, I'm going to imply that it once wasn't great. Make America great again. Okay, not idiots, but what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're so blind. What are you doing? These white people, they love their guns. They go to these protests. They make a stance by holding their guns. They have the AR-15 over their thing. They have their, their crossbow and their army just all over their body. They got 12,000 guns. They got the two, six guns around the waist. They got the, the gun on the strap on the ankle. They got the, they got the tactical glasses. Some dudes got night vision goggles on. They got all these things just to prove a point. Just to be like, Oh, you care about this one thing? Well, I care about this different issue that doesn't affect you at all, but I'm going to make it affect you. Rather than caring about like the, the wellness of people and saying that black lives matter. Uh, which, by the way, the, term, the word just matter. Just matter. Which I'm kind of saying this from Michael Che, a comedian. He has a stand-up special on Netflix called just, it calls Matter. I, I think the title is Matter or Matters. Um... But just matter. The, 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 the idea that saying that a life matters is so controversial 
just kind of knocks my socks off. How white people, as a white person, I feel like I can say this, white people love to be bothered by something. We love to feel like we, um, like people are against us, I guess. Why? I'm not sure. I don't have the answer for you, but it really, it's just tragic. It's, it's so hard because I, I need to, I want to say something needs to be done, but like, what, what, what can be done? I've been talking about this for 20 minutes. I've been talking about this for way too long. See, this is the advantage of the, the, the camera facing me. I know how long I've been talking about something. I've been talking about this for, for way too long. Let's move on. Well, not way too long. It, it needs to be talked about, but I don't want this whole episode to be about it. Also, another crazy death that happened this year was John Lewis. He, large, he marched side by side with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. way back in the 60s, and it was, uh, he died also while all of this has been going on. Not the Jacob Blake thing, but Black Lives Matter as this has been rising. It seems to me that it's just keep rising. The peak, it, it somehow gets more and more intense. It's incredible. It's unprecedented. Really, 2020 as a whole is unprecedented. It's, it's crazy. Speaking of unprecedented things, well, that's a pretty good transition. I'll pat myself on the back for that one. I'm pretty proud of that one. Also, like my outfit, um, I watched an episode of uh, King of the Hill, and there was an, an, an American lad in there. He was chasing his dreams. He actually started an illegal casino. But uh, ever since then, I felt really in touch with nature, and this, this shirt really spoke to me, even though I've had the shirt in my closet for a while. But it's an eagle, and I felt really in touch with nature, so I felt it was only right I broke out this shirt. Also, this Final Four shirt, shout out to my dad, Joel Stein, for this one. He's a cool guy. Uh, I think he's all right. He's, he's pretty cool. Um, he gave this to me. It's the 1997 Final Four. It was before I was born. Also, I got my cheesy cheesy chain on because I think I'm cool. I don't know. I think it just adds a little bit of spice to my uh, outfit. I got my nails painted like a, like a pretty, pretty girl, the pretty, pretty girl I am. My hair is long, and I got my glasses. I wore my glasses hoping that my world, <laughs> people respect me more, and I'm more seen as a, as a, as a, an educator, as a, as a smart person, as a member of Mensa, uh, uh, as an intellect. That's what I was looking for, as an intellect. Hopefully my, my thoughts come across more clearly, and I sound more educated. But not British, even though British, for some reason, British, British people by default seem sound more intelligent, which is weird to me. But I kind of like it. I wish I was British. I wish I had an accent. Even though people say I have an accent, but like, I feel like I, I probably do. What am I talking about? Anyways, speaking of unprecedented things, enough about my outfit. Uh, Lionel Messi. He is a very famous soccer player, perhaps the most soccer famous soccer player in the world. Um, he is, I would say, the most famous soccer player in the world, only second to Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Speaking of which, Cristiano Ronaldo, look at this beautiful man. As you can see, as I'm gonna put the put a picture of Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo right here. If I don't, this will be very awkward. <laughs> but look at this beautiful, beautiful man, just really chiseled. Wow, fantastic! What a beautiful lad. Just looks great. Uh, Anyways, he's probably the most famous soccer player in the world. Lionel Messi is a close second. Uh, he requested 
put in a request for a transfer away from his team, FC Barcelona. I'm sorry if you're not a soccer fan and you don't want to hear this. Hopefully I can put, <clears throat> use the YouTube feature where I can break up the video into segments so you know what I'm talking about from minute 12 to minute 35 or whatever. Hopefully I can do that so if you're not interested in this you can just skip over it. But Lionel Messi put in a transfer request to leave Barcelona and one of the front, front runner teams to pick him up is Manchester City and Manchester City happens to be the team that is uh, most closely competitive with my favorite team which is Liverpool FC. Uh, and this hurts my feelings. I, I take this personally Lionel Messi. I know you're going to be watching this, obviously, because why wouldn't you? Uh, I take this personally, and it, quite frankly, it's kind of BS. How dare you? How dare you come after my soccer team like this? And it's not even confirmed that he's going to go there. Who knows where he's going to go? Who knows what he wants to do? There have been talks about him going back to Argentina to play for one of his youth team or for a team that he looked up to when he was growing up. Um, but the, the front runner has been Manchester City just because the manager, his name is Pep, Pep Guardiola, very, very Spanish. Uh, he used to play, Messi used to play under Pep a long time ago, and he played very well, and they won a lot of trophies together, and it was very beautiful, grand, la la la, fantastic, good for them. Um, I'm actually going to look up when they played together. When did Messi play, play, not PK, play, oh my god, under Pep. That's not what I want. When did Pep Guard coach Barcelona? 2008. Um, yeah, 2008. Okay, well, that's not what I was looking for. Anyways, they, he managed him a long time ago, and Messi is one of the has been one of the best soccer players in the world for the past decade at least. Like, like I said, Pep managed him in 2008, and he's been good even before then. So I would say for the past 15 years even, maybe. Um, no, probably like 13, 14, nearly 15 years. And he requested transfer from the team that he's been with his whole entire career. So that he's been with since he was like 12 or 13. Um, and that is unprecedented yet again. Uh, nobody saw this coming. It's really incredible that this actually happened. It kind of adds to the mystique of 2020. Uh, there's been talk of like, everybody's been speculating what team he's gonna go to. Man City, like I mentioned, has been one of the front runners. Also his youth, one of the youth teams. Um, other managers that he's liked, he's gonna go play for them maybe. But another team that's been talked about is Juventus. They're a team that's based out of Italy, Turin, Italy. And the beautiful, he's not, I'm not gonna put a picture here now, definitely not, but the beautiful Cristiano Ronaldo. He played for them, or he plays for them currently. Um, if these two were to team up, it would be as if Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, both in their primes, were able to play on the same football team and throw passes at the same time. So the center on the team hiked two balls, one to each of them, and they both got to throw a pass on the same play at the same time, and the defense had to defend them both. That's what it would be like. Hopefully that's an Americanized analogy that people can understand. Um, 
basically impossible, is what I'm trying to say. It would be remarkable. Um, <laughs> it would be like if David and Goliath were on the same team, basically. Uh, <laughs> it would be the greatest, perhaps the greatest duo in history of the world, or at least perceived that way. Who knows if it would actually work out. But if they, were to, if they were to actually play together, that would be, would blow my mind, would blow my socks off. I would, me and a lot of other people would be very surprised by that. But it would definitely be a, a, a moment in sports history, to say the least, as is him putting in that transfer request. And there's also a possibility that he doesn't actually leave, that he's just frustrated with all the chaos that's going on there now and just feels like he wants to leave. I don't know. I mean, I would want to change the scenery. I kind of get it. Especially since they haven't won really many trophies recently. I understand because when you're the best player in the world, you want to win things. And Messi is famous for kind of coming up short, at least at national events. See, with my camera facing myself this way, I keep looking at myself. I should be looking at the camera. Whereas when the camera was, my phone was flipped around, I was looking a lot more at the camera. Anyways, Messi wanting to leave his team. Teaming up with Ronaldo at Juventus would be absolutely crazy. I don't even, that would blow my mind. Um, that would be just insane. See, yeah, now I'm getting, I, I'm getting, the, I'm finishing my point on that. I don't know where to go. And that's something I've been thinking about this week. Um, I don't really know what to talk about because I, I want to talk about sports because. I'm pursuing a career in sports media, so it would be good to have my sports analysis on this. But also, like, I don't really care. I want to just talk about whatever I want to talk about. Like, um, after I released this first, my first episode, which, by the way, I got an incredible amount of support on. It was really incredible. Um, I really, if, if you're watching this and you reached out to me and expressed your support for me on the last episode, thank you. It means a lot. It really does. Whether I know you very well or you're some person that I just kind of know and you listen to it and you said, oh, I like that. And you, if you watched it and liked it or sent me a DM saying you enjoyed it, whatever it was, I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Um, and if you want to continue to support me and you want to know ways that you can support me and, and help me out or whatever, however you feel and you want to just benefit me or whatever or show your appreciation – for this, because a lot of people are just even happy that I'm doing it, whether they watch it or not, they're happy that I'm doing it, because I've talked about it for a long time, but I've never actually gotten to it, hence the name for Procrastinate Podcast. Um, but if you want to support me, the, the best way to do that would be to share this with people, whether you uh, just share this link on your Facebook, on your own YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on LinkedIn, on Tinder, on Grinder, on Bumble, on uh, your local telephone pole with next to your lo next to uh, the, the lost dog posters. Put on a bathroom stall. Um, staple a flyer to your roommate's forehead. Um, just throw a bunch of paper airplanes out the window with the link on it. Whatever it is, <laughs> get the word out. That's what I'm trying to say. Please tell others about it. If you, if you enjoy it, that would mean a lot to me. I would, that would be the, the kindest thing you could really do for me. I would really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I've been showing you what I want to talk about on this podcast, but then I'm remembering it's my podcast. I can do whatever I want to. 
Also, I'm gonna hopefully do this for a long time, so it'll grow and evolve over time, and eventually have have some 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 sort of identity uh, if it doesn't already. Uh, I actually had one of my one a girl that I went to high school. She reached out to me um, after I released or announced the first episode, and we hadn't talked for we had talked in the past. We hadn't talked in a, in a while, like in a year, it seemed at least a year. Uh, and she said. I wish I could go through my Snapchat and read the message, but she um, just really caught me off guard, and she told me how much she enjoyed it, how much she enjoyed the like the way it works. Um, oh, sorry, I just got really paranoid. That was weird. <laughs> I need to calm down. <laughs> um, she mentioned how much she enjoyed it. She kind of enjoyed the sporadicness of it too. That it was just kind of my flow of thought. It was just me talking about the things on my mind. And the first episode is really unorganized. Luckily this time I have a list of things that I can talk about. Um, but it was really unorganized last time. And she kind of enjoyed that. She liked the, the, the flow of thought of it. So I want to keep that, but also give it more direction. And hopefully I'm doing that on this episode, really see how it pans out. And it's going pretty well so far. Although I talked about Black Lives Matter for about 20 minutes and that's a significant portion. But anyways, um, that's besides the fact. Um, I wanna, I, on this podcast, I wanna talk with no filter, but also uh, I feel like I need to pull in the reins a little bit every now and then, just because I don't wanna come, along, come across too crass or too aggressive or have things that I say misconstrued but that's probably gonna happen anyways um, I feel like I kind of need to consider how people feel and also I, I sometimes can get too caught up in the effect my words will have and how people will respond to my words but I need to just forget I feel like I need to kind of just forget that and just say screw it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna just, it's my podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want to. Uh, and it's kind of what I'm doing, to be honest. I'm just kind of winging it. Um, but by the way, thank you to that person. Her name's Allison. Thank you, Allison, for reaching out to me and saying that. That was still so incredible. And thank you to all of the people that, that reached out to me. I could just go off and name off the names, but I, I don't remember everybody that reached out to me. Just that one stood out to me. Um, Thank you. It really does mean a lot. It really helped motivate me for to, to keep doing this and keep and keep going on and getting better. And I hope it is getting better. I, I, I hope even in the slightest bit that this pe- this podcast is better than before, which takes me to, to another thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, so I filmed my last podcast on eight twenty three, and then eight twenty four is Kobe Bryant Day because of those two numbers. Uh, and on that day, Nike released this ad. Um, which I believe was probably titled Do Better. It was a Kobe Bryant ad narrated by Kendrick Lamar about being a better father, being a better person, being a better swimmer, better sleeper, better eater, better talker, better breather, better whatever. It just said better everything. Better, just just better. And since that came out, I, li- I listened to that a few times. And since that came out, it's really struck a chord with me that every day, whatever you're doing, whether you're my mom listening to this and you're just sitting on my couch petting, our, petting, our, petting my dog, whether you're my dad uh, just chilling in his office listening to this with G running around his cat, 
whoever you are, whether you're just one of my fellow Butler students or some person I've met in the past, if whatever you're doing, do every day, try and do better. Um, whether you want to write down what you did and think about what the, the, where you goofed up, I wouldn't do that, but just try and do every day, do something better. Um, whether it's work five minutes longer or focus a little more when you're making your morning sandwich and make sure it's a better sandwich. Uh, take more time in the shower to make sure you clean yourself better. Whatever it is, just try and do better. Whether it's in your job, just, just do something better. That's I've really focused on that. Because we're all probably very self-aware, or I hope everybody's, you're pretty self-aware. I like to think I'm very self-aware. And when you get to a point where you feel like you're being inadequate or you can do better, take that extra step and actually do better. And it will, I, I've even noticed this week, when I do just do take that extra step and send that email or whatever it is, I do that thing that is doing better, I feel better. I, I feel like I've made progress. Like, I just feel productive. I feel good about myself. Um, I feel like I've been, I, I feel like I, I threw myself a bone. I, I, I did something good for myself and I'm moving forward. I'm taking a step to advance myself. And I feel like that's important to do every day because if you keep getting better every day, you're going to keep getting better overall. And eventually, if things go your way, you may become great one day. And I feel like that's everybody's hope. That's my hope. Uh, in my life, I want to, I, I, I want to be the person, the kind of person that leaves an impact on people. Whether I see you in the drive-through at Taco Bell, or I work with you, or I see you in Walmart, or whatever, I walk down the street next to you and I trip on a line, whatever happens. I want to be a person that leaves an effect on, pers on people. Um, a I want to be somebody that leaves a lasting impression. Leaves a leave. Jeez. I want to be a person that leaves a lasting impression and, sorry, somebody that's not easy to forget because I want to stand out basically is what I'm saying. I, and I, I've thought, I felt this way for a long time. I've always tried to be different and I think it's because when I was little I always tried to be like my older brother. I, I, for a long time I really, really wanted to be just Jack Stein 2.0 um, just because what I wanted to do, I don't know, it's common, I feel like that's a common little brother thing, um, but I just wanted to be like him for so long, uh, but I've kind of shaken that in recent years, and now I just want to be different, I want to be, I just want to be different, that, that's kind of it, um, I don't feel like it's a bad thing either, because I know I have good intentions, I know what I'm about. I know what I'm after, I know how I mean, I know, I know, I care about those that I care about, I love, I care, I think about other people, I reach out to other people, I extend the hand when I can, I, I try and be there for my friends, I feel, I really try to be a good person, so I know I'm well-intentioned, so, oh, what was my point? Oh, I was just about to round the corner into my point, and I don't, I lost it. Oh, being different. So because of that, even though I strive to really always be different, I know I'm well-intentioned, so I'm not really bothered by that, I guess. 
Um, yeah. Kobe, do better. I've kind of figured out I was going with that. That's kind of the... See, going back to struggling with what to talk about, I, <laughs> I, I get lost in my own brain frequently. Um, I've been thinking about also, like... Oh, when I... So, back to the day that I announced it. Uh, yeah, back to the day I announced... Like, uh, Tuesday, when I announced that I was doing this podcast. And I got all the support. That was an incredible day. That was amazing. Um, from, like... So, I, I posted that on my Instagram, I think, like, early... I think it was pretty early in the morning. 10.30ish, maybe? I don't remember exactly. But, uh, I got a whole bunch of support for, like, the next four hours. Really, for the rest of the day. Um, and I just lived off that high. Uh the whole day I just rode that wave and it was incredible I remember I just sat at my desk for a couple hours with this like little fidget cube I have that you can fold over itself um, for just a couple hours just sitting there staring into my in my computer I don't I think I was watching YouTube videos for a while but after a while I turned them off and I was just like sitting there just so happy and my friend Jenna came over and I was just like I laid on my floor with my arms out hopefully I can get her to send me that picture but I just looked like I was dead I was just laying on my floor, leg, laying on my floor, leg spread, arm spread, holding a soccer ball or a basketball, uh, just really living my best life. I was so happy; it was incredible, um, and that got me thinking a little bit about where I want to go with this podcast. And I, I hope in the future I have guests, maybe even in the next episode. I don't really know, um, but I also kind of like this this just hour long me talking because. It's kind of my own therapy session in a way, although I'm not really getting any feedback. And feedback, I feel like, is kind of important to therapy. Um, it just get my thoughts out, and that's really good. It's really, it's really good to have like a word splurge, or you can just venting is what people will call it, I would guess. Um, so eventually down the road, I'd like to have guests, but for now, I'm just going to keep it this way because it's fun. Um, also, this is a pretty nifty, nifty chair I'm in. Like, look. So, I was thinking about sitting in this chair. I thought like I was gonna sit too low, but I didn't do it. But like, so I can sit and face you, and still sit facing forward, but the, the back will move. Or I can move my body, and the back will stay. It's like they're two, on two different planes. It's a very odd chair. It's kind of comfortable though. Don't know why I'm talking about this chair. Uh, So I, that, the high of the announcement was just incredible, and I really rode that for the next couple days, really for the rest of the week, um, Tuesday to Friday. Uh, and I woke up on Friday, I was pretty tired, didn't really get much sleep, but I woke up on Friday, um, uh, had class from 11 to 11.50, and then I, my friend Gage was in town because he was coming to pick up his friend Seamus. Gage got a shout out on the last podcast, get another one on this episode, shout out Gage Miller, and shout out Seamus Code. I don't know how to say his last name, it's an it's a Irish name. Um, but, we, I hung out with them for a couple hours, we went and picked up Seamus from the airport, and then we meandered our way to Ikea, where Seamus picked up um, some furniture for uh, his apartment at school. Um... And then we got some food, and then we went back to Butler. And I had a meeting with my very lovely, very lovely professor, Scott Bridge, Professor Scott Bridge. Um, and we talked about internships. And 
Skybridge is a very, very nice man. Uh, I'm pretty sure he listened to my first episode. I don't, I, I, don't, I would, don't, I would, I feel like he'll listen to this next episode, especially if I send it to him. I don't, but, um, he's a very nice man. I very much look up to him and admire him. Uh, he is the kind of person, like I said, how I want to leave an impact. He's the kind of person I feel like that does leave that impact. Like, he, he's so approachable, he's so kind, he's very charming, pretty funny, um, just a great guy. I really, really like him. I'm a big fan, and all of the students that I know that have had him speak equally high of him. He is fantastic. Um, but he's the head of internships for the College of Communications, which happens to be the section of the university that I'm a part of. Now my major falls under, so I was talking to him about internships, and uh, as the conversation went on, it really kind of, it, it got more and more bleak. Because um, we were talking, it was the 28th, and we were talking about internships for, the, for this fall semester. Um, and because of Corona, he said that there have been a lot less internships, specifically a lot less sports internships, because sports just kind of got put on pause. Um, so there's just been a lot less opportunities, uh, unfortunately. But... Uh, because of that, or, and he also mentioned, so there's no really sports, many, not many opportunities for internships really for this semester, and maybe even for the spring semester, there won't be many sports media opportunities specifically. Um, he also said that people that have graduated this year, that they're struggling to get jobs, that jobs are slim, um, which really, it really made me nervous. Um, maybe start, kind of start to sweat a little bit and so we, we got off the call, and I was here. I'm paranoid, dude. I was hearing him talk, but the words weren't like really sitting with me. It wasn't until after we hung up that I started to realize that, like, dang, there may not be a job for me after I graduate. Um, I, there could be slim pickings. Who knows? I could be still struggling a little bit. Um, I could be. I, could just be treading water for a little while, who knows. Uh, it really made me nervous. I really got, I got off my game. I was like, started to, to question everything I was doing really. I was like, am I in the right major? Am I, am I on the right path? Did I do, have I wasted all this time? Should I have gone, should I have just stuck with architecture, which is what I was pursuing my freshman year, what I thought I wanted to do. Should I have just stuck with that? Should I have, um, just been boring or followed, followed a lot of other people and gone down like the business path because I know I can do that and know something I can be good at should I have just done that should I have done something else I just, I just all of these thoughts I, I, I started to doubt myself and think I'm doing the wrong thing I've wasted all this time I've wasted my parents money I've done all I, it's really just maybe I took the wrong turn I've all of these investments, time, money, energy, emotional energy, whatever, mental energy, all of these things, it, maybe it's all just for nothing. Uh, and I was really down on my luck. We, we actually had to, I ended up hanging out with Gage and Seamus again, I think I mentioned that. And we ended up going back to Ikea because Seamus realized that he picked up a drawer set instead of a desk that which, when he needed a desk. But they were by the same name, which is kind of ridiculous. I don't know why they had, and it turns out that like five different items were under the same name. I don't know why that was. But um, we, I hung out with them and we ended up going back to Ikea and the whole time we were there, I was just thinking, 
am I doing the right thing? This is, and this, and we were meandering through Ikea for like an hour and 45 minutes, like a long time. And the whole time I was just like, just really down on my luck, questioning everything. Um, and then they eventually drove me back to Butler. Um, then did, did none of getting a desk because believe it or not, school was starting. So a lot of people were buying desks. Uh, so we got back to Butler. Um, and then I was up in my apartment. I was just kind of hanging out, leaning on my bed. Um, and then I, I grabbed my eight iron that was just in my living room, my golf club. I was just kind of goofing around with it. And that slowly got my mind off of things or not my mind off of things, but helped me process my thoughts a little bit. Um, and I was starting to think like, why am I so upset about this? Why am I? Why am I letting this eat me up so much? But how is this helping anything? Um, why am I doing this? Like, I can't do anything about it, so why am I beating myself up over it? I can't control it, I can't change it immediately, so what's the point? And then I, I went to the bathroom, I kind of gave myself a pep talk, I was looking at myself in the mirror, I was like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? You can't, like, what are you doing? Come on, bruh! You're Matthew Stein, what are you doing? Come on. That's really what I said to myself. And I was, that really helped me get out of my, out of my head. I was, I realized, what am I doing? Why am I wasting all this energy? Like, I can do this. I, I can invest more time into this podcast, perhaps. I can, um, what else? I realized that, oh, okay, we'll get there. Uh, I just realized that I can do, I can make myself marketable. I can learn these skills. I can do what I need to do. I can persevere through this. I can do it. I remember at the beginning of Interstellar, quick turn here, um, but at the beginning of movie, the movie Interstellar, which is about interspace travel, uh, there are these clips about people from that lived through the Great Depression, through the Dust Bowl, saying, and, and I've seen clips of people, talk, of people that have survived through the Great Depression talking about life then, and they always mention they just, they just persisted. They just, like, they just kept going. Yeah, life was hard. They had no money. Everything was tough. It was really life was rough. Um, but they just kept going. They, they, you got no option. You just kind of have to at that point. You got nothing. So what's the point? You gotta, you gotta get something. You gotta keep going. You gotta, you gotta find the little victories. You gotta, as I mentioned earlier, you gotta do better. Uh, you gotta just try. And that is something that I've kind of thought about recently with this whole fact that I'm living through a pandemic. Like, I have, I, I've been dealt what I've been dealt. I'm living in a global pandemic. I'm gonna go into the job field shortly after a pandemic is hopefully over. And it's gonna be a little thin, slim picking. It's gonna be a little rough, but I can do this. I will get through it. I can persist through it. I can do this podcast. I can I can do I can do the things I need to do. I know I can. I'm a fast learner. I I have all these skills. I know I can learn new skills. I'm very marketable. I can think I'm a likable person. I can handle myself professionally. I know how to act in this professional space. I'm charming. I I have these things. I have these skills. I have skills that other people don't have. I can do this. And I guess I want to motivate the people listening to this to try and have that self-belief in yourself, that you can do it. 
you, whatever situation you're in, if you're in a similar situation to me, situation to me or if your life's good and you're still questioning yourself, you can do it. It may be hard. It may be goddamn hard, but you can do it. And then, so I, I had that talk, that little pep talk, that little powwow with myself in the mirror. Uh, I really boosted my spirits. It was really nice. I really lifted myself up. And then I went home with some of my friends, and we were watching a movie. Ended up watching a movie called Nightcrawler. And I don't know if any of you listening to this, listening to this have heard of this movie, but uh, it's starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's about this guy who um, chases crime, basically. Chases crime and films it for TV and, try, and sells it to news channels. Um, and he... Sorry, I was just thinking about the movie in my head. Um, he kind of manifests the things that he wants. By the way, this is like the exact point in the last, in my previous filming of the podcast that I got sidetracked. I was like, let's see if I actually am filming. Uh, and I wasn't. <laughs> but in this movie, he kind of just manifests things that he wants. It's incredible. Through hard work, dedication, unique thought, creative ideas, creative thinking, doing things different, steering away from everybody else, doing things his exact own way. Although it gets really dark towards the end, but ignoring that. Uh, thinking about just the way he did it, the way he built his character. He learned, he, he basically mastered his craft, and because of that, it paid off in the end and made him famous. And he got the way he, he got to where he wanted to, whether his methods were questionable or not, he got to where he wanted to. Um, and that really. It struck a, I think I said this already, but it struck a chord with me. It was, it, it connected to me on such a deep level. It was incredible. I, after, I, after I watched it, I was just sitting there with, uh, and I was just almost frozen. I was just dumbfounded at how deeply that movie spoke to me. After I had had all these doubts and thoughts earlier in the day, I was like, I can't do this, I'm, I'm screwed, I have no options, there's nothing for me. And then he was living his life one way, he discovered this new thing that he could do, and then he just dove straight head, head first into it, dedicated his all of his time to it to get better at it and learn about it. And in doing so, he then manifested his dreams, got better at it, and rose to the top of the game. He did it. He, by believing in himself and betting on himself, despite the fact that he had a different personality, he's weird, he didn't know how to communicate, or he, he knew how to communicate extremely effectively, but he did it weirdly and he didn't quite interact with people the way normal people do. But because of that, because of how he was different, that set him apart and gave him an edge. And I like to think I'm different. Maybe that's my messiah complex, who knows? <laughs> my messiah complex, who knows, but he, by being different, he was able to succeed and persevere and rise to the top. And after my hard day, that was, I think, exactly what I needed to hear. It was exactly what I wanted to hear. And it, it made me realize, like, I've, so, like, this shirt and this shirt 
people have commented me on my like people like tonight I was with those same people that I was watching that movie with and they were it's a group of girls and they're they're going out to a party and I, I built crafted designed two out two outfits for their, or outfits for two of them and they apparently those outfits were hits at the party and in the I feel like I'm bragging about myself here and I don't like that but also I can talk about what I want to um, Uh, but anyways, like people have commented on, on my style before, um, I just like, oh, oh, whatever. People have commented on my style before, so with all of these things and the, how he manifested things, I realized with this podcast, I think I can, I can be good at this, and I realized if I do dedicate the proper time to it, although he seemed to manifest things in a matter of days, it will take me longer than that, but... In due time, if I do stick to this and I dedicate myself to this in the proper way and give it the time that it needs and the energy that it needs, I can make this a successful thing. I can do this. I can also have thought about starting like a thrift resale business because of the people's uh, liking of my style. Um, like I can do that. I can start. I, I, I'm kind of putting this on the podcast so it gives me motivation and gives me like I'm putting it out in the universe, so I kind of have to, I'm adding, I'm setting these expectations almost for myself. Um, like I can start a podcast page for this. I can start a business page for my resale shop, whatever it's gonna be. Um, I can do those things and if I work hard enough, I can make them successful. I believe in myself so very much. I, I, I really do, I think, I have the basic skills that I need right now to get started and I will learn through the process the things that I need to do. I can ask things that have done, I can ask people that have done something similar, that have gone on a similar path, that have done like podcasts or retail shops. I can ask them about um, their experiences. I can learn from other people. I can do these things. I can manifest what I want for myself. I just have to give it the energy and the time and I can do it. And I really, I had this crazy introspective moment. I was just, I, had this, I was overwhelmed with self-belief and self-confidence. It was incredible. I was just frozen. I, I, I couldn't believe what was happening to me. I was like, so I'm not religious, but I, when things like this happen, I get why people are religious. It's like somebody threw me a sign, but oh. It's credible to me. It's so crazy. I, it was just exactly what I needed to hear. It was amazing. I, w I was just overwhelmed with belief. I just said that, but oh, man. it's made me really excited. And I need to I, now. Now what I all I have to do is just act on it. I need to do the. Th I I need to prove that self belief. I believe in myself. Now I just have to actually do it. Which isn't really that hard, as I've learned with this podcast. The doing is the hard part, but also it's really not that hard. It's just scary. So because it's scary, it's easy to be like, Oh, I can't do it. I don't know if I can do it. Don't know. Like, it's easy. It's so easy to say, what if, it, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? But if you just do it, and you persevere and you stick to it, then it can become great. You can manifest the things that you want to happen. I feel like if you believe in them, 
and stick with it. We'll see if this is actually true and if it pans out for me, but I believe in myself and I feel like that self-belief and with the people that surround me and that support me that I can make these things happen. And I hope that if you're listening to this, you can take something from this, whether it's self-belief or self-confidence or if you've, like I've said earlier, if you've been stuck in your ways, I hope you can hear what I'm saying and hear how I, I spoke to myself and learned from my own thoughts and use this in your own life and help yourself do better. Goes back to that Kobe ad. Like Kobe's now in the background on my phone and it's a picture of him with his first championship and he doesn't look happy. And that has motivated me to just do better. Even when you reach a success, you can live in that success for a little bit but then you move on. Then you think, what next? What's, what, how, can I, how can I increase the legend of me? How can you increase the legend of you? That's something I gotta think about every day I wake up. Man, that's good. I, I really like that actually. How can I increase the legend of me? How can I make my story better every day? That's really good. I, I really like that. How can I increase the legend of me? <sighs> hmm. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Because we're past an hour. Um, uh, I don't really know. I don't really think so. I think that's it. I think I'm going to end episode two right here. Uh, if you've listened to the whole thing, I appreciate it. Like I said, if you want to support me in any way, please like this video, comment on it, share it. That would be the most important thing you can do. Share it with your friends, with your mom, with your grandma, with your dog, your cat. Just maybe even... Well, that's really tragic. Um, right as I was about to end it, uh, my phone actually ran out of storage because I just took an hour-long video on it. But, um, I, again, I hope you're watching. If you did, please share, like, whatever, do all that jazz. Or not. I really don't care. If you don't, that's okay. This is kind of just a record for me because I enjoy doing this and it's a lot of fun. But if you also have fun with it like I am, again, share it. Thank you very much for watching. I've been Matthew Stein. You've been great. Thank you very much for watching. And that's all, folks. I need to come with a good outro. I forget what I said at the end of the last episode. That's all she wrote. That is it. Um, game over. Uh, see you next time. It really sucks that I had to film this twice. See you next time.